take the objective at the highest level, break it down into consumable bite-sized chunks for the different teams, what it really means for their roles, and continuous emphasis on measurement of what they're doing. Welcome to Modern Business Operations, where we talk with leaders about how ops is adapting to our modern world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Modern Business Operations. Today, I'm joined by Samia. She's the VP of Strategy and Operations, Customer Adoptions and Renewals at Informatica. Hi, Samia. How's it going? Hey, Brianna. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, Very excited to be here. Yeah, happy to have you. And gosh, your title is such a mouthful. I'm excited to dig into (laughs) everything that it means. That's kind of the topic of today's chat. So looking forward to digging into all those little words in there. Just a couple of things off the top before we dig into our discussion, which is focused on how to measure success in your operations. A couple announcements here. For those of you who are new to the podcast, you can join Samia and other speakers on our on Modern Business Operations at operations.community. That is our community of operations professionals, 400 plus who come together on a daily basis and are able to share information about their roles, share advice, et cetera. So highly encourage you to join operations.community. Next week, we'll be joined by Michael Bratsophilus. He's the Senior Director of Strategy and Operations at Twilio. So please tune in next week to that episode if you can. Now, I want to dig into our topic and our speaker here, because that's why we're all here, right? Samya, would you mind just sharing a little bit about your background to get us started? Sure. So hello, everyone. Uh, My name is uh, Samya Srinivasan. I am the Vice President of uh, Strategy and Operations at Informatica. I started my career at Informatica 15 years ago as a support engineer. In the early part of my career, I have done various customer-facing roles, account management, escalation management. And uh, when Informatica went private in 2015, I had this unique opportunity of working with our sponsors and our leadership team in terms of driving forward some of our business transformations. I would say that started off my career in business operations. You know, I think I found my niche, started off with managing the operations for a support organization, and over the last few years, expanded my responsibilities for all of post-sales, where I manage the strategy and operations with a diverse set of uh, portfolio of teams reporting into me. Yeah, yeah. And I want to dig into that that portfolio of teams Mm -hmm. in just a minute. Also, one more thing to, to let everyone know. We record in front of a live audience, and so if anyone is listening in live, feel free to post questions for Samya in the chat or questions section, and we'll get to those as they come in. Um, She's here to chat with you, so please feel free to post any questions as they come up. So before I dig into the portfolio that you manage, what does Informatica do for those who don't know? Informatica is the market leader in enterprise cloud data management. So we drive forward business transformation to help companies realize value from all of their data assets, right? So we manage data of any type, pattern, complexity, any workloads, all on our single cloud data management platform. So uh, in simple terms, maybe you're, have a, you're driving next-gen analytics for your organization, Uh, you're working on redesigning your customer experience 
or you're working on, let us say, a data governance or a privacy program. So these are all some of the major journeys that Informatica helps organizations uh, propel forward. So we ensure that your data is actionable, your data is accurate, and uh, with Informatica, the possibilities with your data is limitless. Amazing. Wow, what a pitch. You've done this before. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting to speak to someone who is focused on data and measuring success internally, who also works for a company that provides that. So it's kind of this sort of meta uh, discussion that we're going to have here. (laughs) Sure. What does a day in, in your life look like at your current role? For those of you who are interested in operations or just like, you know, trying to learn, right? So let me uh, start by saying that, uh, you know, operations team are the unseen force of an organization, like behind the scenes, slightly, you know, silently propelling the business forward. Okay. So every day of the week is very different. No two days are ever the same in the world of operations. The most important Part of my day or my week, I would say, is prioritization because operations is a blend of, you know, tactical as well as uh, strategic tasks, right? So there's always the day is filled of a steady stream of uh, tactical requests, meetings, cross-functional, you know, uh, requests, emails, approvals, reports, etc., Uh, to make sure that we support all of the different business units and the portfolio of teams that my organization, uh, you know, is part of, right? You know, you cannot let this tactical long to-do list consume your day. I make sure that I carve the time out necessary for the strategic, impactful initiatives that drive the long-term success, right? So to sum it up, uh, Brianna, you know, it is a balancing act shifting priorities between the urgent and uh, uh, the important. So never a dull moment. And like I said, no two days are the same. And I also want to take a moment to give a big shout out to the entire community of operation teams. We truly are the unsung heroes of an organization. Could not agree more. That's one (laughs) of the founding principles of our operations community is that ops teams are the unsung heroes of any organization. And part of our ethos is that we want people to understand that they are important. And I I mean, operations professionals know they're important because they know what would happen (laughs) if they weren't there. But Mm -hmm. um, we want everyone else to understand that as well. So I appreciate you saying that to to those listening in, and I'm sure they do as well. Okay, so now I want to dig into this diverse portfolio that you're managing. You're managing a $1 billion, highly diverse portfolio that spans across post-sales, customer service, success, training, enablement, and renewals. So how do you bring it all together? (laughs) The main job of an operations organization is to drive forward the business strategy, right? A brilliant strategy for an organization is only an idea without solidly executing against the intent, right? So that is where the operations team, uh, you know, play the biggest role, right? For me, bringing it all together, uh, the most important thing is to help my teams and the leaders and their teams understand the why, right? So understanding the big picture, understanding the why and the role that each one of us play and delivering those against those overarching objectives is the most important 
I'd say, uh, paramount thing to bring it all together, right? So everyone in the team should know what are what is the ultimate objective of the organization? What are the steps? You know, it could be big or small that you need to take to deliver against those objectives and understand your roles and responsibilities to deliver, right? So once you know what is expected out of you, then the next step is to create the alignment of the goals within the teams to bring structure, right? So understand the why, identify the goals, and then create the alignment to bring structure for the delivery, right? And of course, I think needless to say, uh, make sure that you have the right cadences to measure the progress and effectiveness of the action plan that you have developed. Constant communication, very, very important to foster, I would say, an open and collaborative culture, share the progress, make sure that everyone is, you know, engaged and stays motivated, right? So be it a regular team meetings uh, at a leadership level, uh, you know, the cadence meetings that you have, the one-on-ones that you have, make sure that everyone understands the role that they play, how all of their individual responsibilities tie up back against the big picture. I think that in very simple terms, is what is needed to bring it all together. But definitely, it's a constant. It's it's something that constantly you need to work on. Yeah, and I really like you said about the most important thing is to help people understand the why, because I think that people don't do things unless they understand why they're doing them, and that is so important with work. And I think that is what ops professionals run into in terms of change management is. People aren't going to accept a process unless they understand why they're doing it. So what are some of the ways that you help people understand the why? So, you know, from top down, we get the strategic objectives that we are. So the the goal could be, you know, uh, for Informatica, cloud first, cloud native, right? So it could be re-architecting all of our products to support this growing cloud infrastructure. So that means that we need to uh, you know, a redo our customer success playbooks to drive forward the customer, you know, cloud adoption. Ensure that, you know, the teams supporting these cloud products are enabled, are trained, etc. right? So taking the biggest, highest objective, breaking them down into initiatives that each one of the functional units need to drive, having a clear view of the initiatives, you know, measure the status, Constantly assess, constantly reassess, and make decisions, right? So uh, I already spoke about shifting priorities. So one of the most important things that we need to focus on is to have the agility as an operations team to be able to understand the why, understand the objectives, and be ready to respond to some of these priority changes, right? So uh, all of this needs to happen without skipping a beat to keep the ministers moving forward. Like I said, take the objective at the highest level, break it down into consumable bite-sized chunks for the different teams, what it really means for their roles, and continuous emphasis on measurement of what they're doing. Let's talk more about measuring success. That's why people are listening and right. How do you measure success across these functions? So, Brianna, I'm sure like, you know, you and everyone listening in, right, uh, you know, agrees when I say, you know, I'm a big believer in you cannot manage what you cannot measure, right? So unless we measure something, you don't know, you know, are you progressing? Are, are you regressing? 
right? So for each of the initiatives that you are driving, it is very important to have the right performance measures to enable us understand, assess, and drive improvement, right? So there is an effectiveness aspect of the measurements, and then there's an efficiency aspect of the job, right? So these two together, you know, influence some of the decisions and the progress that we take, right? When we talk about measurement of progress, right, there are two things. One is a leading indicator, and then there's a lagging indicator, right? So a leading indicator helps us look at, you know, what is going to happen, some of the future outcomes and events that could potentially be an outcome. And a lagging indicator is like a rear view mirror, right? Like you look back and you see what you have really accomplished, right? When we say measurement of functions, I think it is very important for us to define both. Define, there is an overall KPI that the organization is, you know, uh, tracking towards. An example would be have a very high CSAT score, right? For you to be able to attain the high CSAT score, you need to make sure that you stay on top of your cases, you respond to the customers on time, uh, you close your cases on time. So these are all some of the ongoing day-to-day things that you will need to measure and stay on top of uh, for you to be able to get that CSAT goal that you are trying to do. So that is the uh, you know most important uh, thing for you to understand that you know when you design uh, measures and functions, you focus on both some of the leading indicators that gives us the visibility into how we are progressing and the lagging indicators that helps us assess how far we have come and what we have really accomplished, right? And uh, here, I absolutely want to say that the most important thing that me and my team focuses on is empowering the business leaders to have these insights at their fingertips to be able to make those decisions, right? So, uh, you know, this could be daily reports, Uh, This could be a weekly review of your metrics and measures. This could be simply your managers or anyone in the organization having access to all of the insights that they need for their roles, et cetera, right? So I think having the right measures uh, available to them both in a structured and unstructured fashion also creates accountability because you clearly see what is happening because of the actions that you are taking, right? So again, it kind of ties back to the why and the how, and then, you know, what is the action that is expected of you? So any insights, any measures that you are developing and sharing should also be uh, very actionable, right? So if I'm sending a report to you, you should be able to understand, yes, here is where I stand, but it is also very important for you to understand, okay, here is where I stand and here is what I need to do to be able to get to the next level, right? So that is, again, another thing that uh, we focus on uh, to be able to share insights, to be able to share measures and outcomes with an intent of helping the users understand what is action expected out of them when they look at some of these measures. This episode is brought to you by Tonkin. Tonkin is the operating system for business operations providing businesses with the building blocks to orchestrate any process with no code or change management required. Contact us at Tonkin.com to learn how you can build complex processes fast. And if you're interested in staying up to date on all things business operations, join the AdaptiveOps community at operations.community. 
So this is a lot of information. Are there any resources you suggest people tap into, read, listen to, et cetera, that would kind of help them? In terms of uh, resources, like you're asking about books, the biggest book that I would recommend uh, for everyone is Measure What Matters. I think this is uh, the OKR framework by John Doerr. I think that is something that you know many leaders in my organization uh, definitely read and make sure that they put it into practice, right? So you have the highest level of the objectives, and then you need to make sure that you break it down for different levels while ensuring that there is alignment back. Right. So if you say I want to improve the CSAT this year from 4.5 to 4.8, what does it really mean for a support manager? What does it really mean for a customer success manager who's engaging with the customer success organizations, et cetera? Right. So you should be able to tie them all back together. For me, uh, yes, OKR framework and the book that I recommend is Measure What Matters. Yeah. Yes. If you haven't read Measure What Matters and you are in operations, Definitely a great action item from this call. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sorry. I just want to add that another resource that I do recommend, uh, Brianna, is, you know, uh, for those in customer success, there is this great blog that Lincoln Murphy authors, uh, you know, I think for those of you who are active on LinkedIn, he has a very huge following there as well. It's called 16 Ventures, another very powerful resource with a lot of details, uh, you know, uh, for you to be able to pick some things that apply to your business and definitely, uh, you know, help you uh, come up with some ideas, you know, uh, start the thought process on what you can do for your organization. Thank you. That's really helpful. I, I love when people can walk away from this podcast with sort of a action item or resource. So thank you for sharing yeah. that. Continuing on with this, with this theme, what advice do you have for anyone listening in who is looking to improve how they measure success in their operations? Like if somebody is, starting from scratch and or just looking to improve how they go about this process? Yeah. Um, So, uh, you know, here, uh, Brianna, I would say that uh, I'll talk overall about operations, right? I think in operations, uh, ambiguity is something that you should be comfortable in dealing with, right? So be comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? So, um, For me, uh, that is the biggest thing. Operations is not for everyone. I think it is okay to feel that you are not in control. It is okay to feel that you may not be on the right track, right? But uh, the most important advice for aspiring operations leaders is to be comfortable with ambiguity. For success in operations, it is very important for us to constantly understand where we are, right? So where are we currently? Where are you headed to? And then align your actions to help reach that destination, right? So these three things and having the agility and the mindset uh, to be able to quickly realign, reassess, and reallocate your resources is something that you should be open to. And uh, I will also say that it is very important to have a growth mindset Failures are not roadblocks. Um, there is always something to learn. Uh, you know, some something could turn out good. Something could not be the outcome that you wanted to affect. So, you know, have a growth mindset. Be open to feedback. Learn from your successes as well as your failures. So I think that is very important uh, in an operations role. 
you could have 10 different ideas out of which one of one idea could be the most impactful idea. The remaining nine are something, even if they did not really culminate into success, something that you have learned out of. I love what you said about agility too, because I don't think you can have successful measurement unless you are willing and able to change it based on unforeseen circumstances, right? right? And so I think having that agile mindset, not only in product development, but in in success metrics is super Absolutely. important. Very important, yes. Yeah. So what are some of the mistakes that you've seen in regards to managing cross-functional metrics and how have you overcome them or seen them overcome? I will rephrase this question a little bit, Brianna, uh, to give some context. It is not just about cross-functional metrics. It is also about cross-functional programs, right? I think maybe I wouldn't use the word mistake, but the most important thing is to actually have the alignment, right? I manage operations and, uh, you know, and the teams that report into me work very closely with the business leaders of customer success, renewals, uh, customer support organizations, right? So if we look at uh, an objective, each one of the teams have some role to play against that objective, right? So for them to be able to understand the impact that some of the programs that they are driving towards and, uh, you know, making sure that the communication lines are open to be able to share progress, to be able to share impact, I think is very, very important. If you don't have that foundation of alignment, if you do not have that open collaboration and sharing of ideas, uh, you know, initiatives, etc. I think that could be the foundational mistake that we can make in terms of, you know, impacting an outcome in a negative manner, right? So definitely, I think the most important thing is to have the alignment. The most important thing is to chart out what each one of us are doing against an objective and how they could you know, impact one another. An example that I would say is, uh, you know, think about Informatica signing up a customer, right? So when we talk about a new customer uh, joining Informatica, the customer success team is the first team that is, you know, uh, responsible for onboarding the customer, right? Right. So when we have those conversations with the customer and we understand that there are some services need this customer needs help, then that goes to the professional services organization to be able to help the customer implement, get started on the right. The important role that the customer success team plays is to, uh, you know, orchestrate the post-sale journey for the customer, right? So I think that communication of, you know, the customer is onboarded, right? The customer needs this assistance. Hey, they have opened 10 tickets. They are having some issues. I think having that entire view of, you know, from purchase to the value that the customer realizes, having that uh, view. And everyone in the organization needs to have the same view of the customer. If I look at, you know, a customer, what I see, uh, you know, should be the same as what you see. But the insights need to be tailored as to, you know, as a customer success manager, what do I need to see for the, you know, what do, what is needed from me as opposed to a customer support manager, what is needed from me. Having a unified view, but then having an actionable view, uh, having metrics that are aligned, having initiatives that are aligned is very, very important 
And I think ops teams play the biggest role in ensuring that this foundation is available for all of the business leaders. And we play a big role in in terms of creating that alignment with the rhythm of the business uh, cadence calls that we run with each of the business leaders individually or the overall measures that uh, we share on a quarterly basis or a monthly basis, the leadership meetings that we run to share the progress of the initiatives. I love what you said about keeping those communication lines open. What are some of the ways that you do that? So I would say uh, formal and informal. Uh, So uh, formal would be uh, like, you know, the structured rhythm of the business meetings that you would have to measure where, what are the initiatives? Where are we heading against those initiatives? You know, some of the risks, actions, issues, and then there's decisions, right? So those are the four main things that, Whenever you look at a program, those are the four main things that you look at. So the structured meetings could be the overall leadership meetings and then the individual team alignment meetings that, uh, you know, the business operations leaders have with the uh, business stakeholders. And then the informal meetings are the within the business operations teams, the, the cadences that we have to share the initiatives, to share the dependencies uh, between the teams. I think uh, that is the you know interlock that we need to have behind the scenes to help the business teams uh, keep moving forward. Okay, that's super helpful. I love giving people sort of a tangible takeaway. So thanks for providing <laughs> us with that. So I mean, if people want to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to do that? Like many of us here, I'm very active on LinkedIn. So please do uh, connect with me on LinkedIn and, you know, happy to share more in-depth, you know, insights into each of the functional, you know, measures as well. So LinkedIn is the best way to get in touch with me. Awesome. And so just some takeaways from this chat that I wanted to to share that I've been sort of drafting down is um, Mm -hmm. obviously alignment is key. So in terms of measuring your metrics, read, measure what matters. If you haven't read it in a couple of years, probably some people should reread it. It's one of those books I think that you can reread and get new insights from. Focusing on lagging and leading indicators, I think is key and and making sure that you understand what that means. Finally, it's, it's okay to not feel in control, which I think a lot of ops professionals need to hear. Somebody just posted a question. What is your success of measure in operations? And I think if I were to translate that question, it would mean like, what are some metrics that you can share of how you've been successful in measuring operations? I think the success of operations is in the business results. You know, the most important thing is I think the operations team amplify everything that, you know, the business team. So, you know, if you have some goals and if you are able to improve on those objectives with the same set of resources that you had last year, that means that the operations team behind the scenes are doing their magic, which is, you know, make the business teams more productive, make the business teams more efficient, right? So just as a measure of just within the operations teams, it could be depending on the role that they uh, play. An example that I would say here is, you know, if I take the enablement team, time to competency for the business uh, teams is something that we measure, right? So are we able to onboard the resources who joined Informatica, right? Are they able to become more productive in their jobs, you know, from the time that they join? Uh, so these are all some of the things that could ensure that the enablement operations team is actually doing their job, right? So we have individual measures of success for the 
ops teams by themselves, but the overarching measures to ensure uh, that, you know, the ops team are actually doing something right is actually the business results that are improving uh, without the need to constantly add headcounts to your organization. So are we making them, are we making the business efficient? Are we making the business productive? Are we showing progress year on year? So it's all about the return on investment. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you, Shivangi, for asking that question. So we are over time, so I will let you go. But I really appreciate you sharing your 18 plus years experience in the space. If you want to get in touch with Samia, please reach out to her on LinkedIn or join operations.community and you can chat with her there. And thanks again for taking the time to talk with us. Thank you very much, Brianna, for having me. And thank you, everyone who listened in today. Have a good one. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Modern Business Operations. You can see the show notes and all of the resources mentioned in today's episode at tonkin.com slash mbopod. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe for updates on future episodes. 